Bring your tired and bring your shame Bring your guilt and bring your pain Don't you know that's not your name You will always be much more to me Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right But that's alright Cause I hear a voice and he calls me every day When others say I'll never be enough And greater is the one living inside of me Than he who is living in the world In the world
Have you ever met those who keep humming when the song's through? It's like they're living life to a whole different tune. And have you ever met Like the Eiffel, uncontrollable, let the joy flow through. Ha ha. Giddy over pity, pretty please. Let me see your hands in the air with you. Ask your seats, warm it up, let go. Shout it out, celebrate when you can't articulate. Just say amazing grace. Go for a walk outside 
Watch as a red bird flies He needs lifting and we need lifting too If we're gonna pray about it Watch as a red bird flies 
because you are God and you alone are God. And we thank you, Lord God, for resurrection power. We thank you, Father God, for resurrection understanding, resurrection peace, resurrection passion, and resurrection love. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we acknowledge the fact that everything you do, God, it's because you love us. 
everything that happens, whether we know in the present, in the moment, but we understand that all things are working for our good. And we thank you for that this morning. We thank you. And we pray this morning. We pray, God, that we would come into a deeper, more perfected understanding of your love and your grace and your wonderful, wonderful, wonderful resurrection power. I thank you for that this morning. Brothers and sisters, uh, it seems that the devil got pretty busy yesterday. And it seems that um, that spirit of death, sickness and disease, is um, took its toll and it is exerting its um it's exerting its power to steal to kill and destroy please don't allow a stimulus check to stimulate you away from the mandate and the purposes of God. I'm telling you, that stimulus check ain't nothing but your seed, I'm telling you. Do not get caught up in it. Do not get caught up in it. Thank God for it, you're a taxpayer. Thank God for it, but don't get caught up in it. It ain't the solution not the solution. So it seems to me that we have uh, one brother uh, and one sister that were rushed to the hospital last night. I was praying. And it seems that uh, Brother Frank, Brother uh, Sister Grace, was uh, rushed to the hospital with chest pain, bad EKG. Frank, uh, his body like shut down. He's in sepsis, if any of you know what that is. And he has a blood infection. Ain't that something? The blood of Jesus. And so the enemy hitting people uh, through their blood, and, you know, bad EKG, that means the heart. So I was already praying this morning. I thank God for the speaker. I thank God for the blog talk. And, Father, in case I didn't say it, good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Taylor. And it is a good morning. Brothers and sisters, it's a very good morning. So I had been 
asking God, uh, okay, so, okay, God, what, what, do you, what do you want done today? And you see, <clears throat> brothers and sisters, um, understand this. This is what I understand. Brother West, maybe you could post um, how Grace is today. And I can tell you how the other brother is. They both alive. I, I, I believe, I pray Grace is still alive. But let me explain something. The brother over in um, Pennsylvania and Grace in Texas, they have a will. You have a will. I have a will. And the same thing that caused Grace's will to be weakened for her to attempt suicide, the same thing for the brother in um, Pennsylvania to be back in the hospital is that the devil is messing with their will. See, you can will to die. And can't nobody keep you here but God. And God is not going to violate, believe it or not, your will. God, he can't. God cannot violate your will. If he violated your will, then the whole purpose of Jesus coming and dying and giving his life his life for your life would be fruitless. You have a will. So when I was praying and then I read about grace, God told me to read Jeremiah 30. So I posted Jeremiah, I mean, I put Jeremiah 30. He said, read the whole Jeremiah 30. That's wrong. I'm sorry, Jessica. It's 1 through 24. It's 1 through 24. It's Jeremiah 30, 1 through 24. I probably, I put 1 through 14, I'm sorry. It's Jeremiah 30, 1 through 24, because he said, read the whole Jeremiah. Jeremiah 30, 1 through 24. Can you post that? Jeremiah 31 through 24. So I want to read it to you. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, I'm reading from the authorized King James Version 1611. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Thus speaketh the Lord God of Israel saying, Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. For lo, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel and Judah, saith the Lord. And I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. And these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus saith the Lord, 
we have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Ask ye now and see whether a man doth prevail with child. Wherefore do I speak every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned into paleness. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even <clears throat> the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck and will burst thy bonds and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king whom I will raise up unto them. Therefore, fear thou not, O my servant Jacob, saith the Lord, neither be dismayed, O Israel. For lo, I will save thee from afar, and thy seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return, and shall be in rest, and be quiet, and none shall make him afraid. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee, though I make a full end of all nations whither I have scattered thee. Yet will I not make a full end of thee, but I will correct thee in measure, and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. For thus saith the Lord, thy bruise is incurable, and thy wound is grievous. There is none to plead thy cause, that thou mayest be bound up now, put this one sentence in the chat room, seven people. Thou hast no healing medicine. You see this? Medicine is in the Bible. Thou hast no healing medicine. Put that in the chat room. Thou hast no healing medicine. Again, thou hast no healing medicine. Medicines, thank you, plural. All thy lovers have forgotten thee. They seek thee not. Put in the chat room, for I have wounded thee with the wounds of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of thine iniquities because thy sins were increased. Put all of 14 in there about seven times. Verse 15. Why criest thou for thine affliction? Thy sorrow is incurable for the multitude of thine iniquities. Because thy sins were increased. I have done these things unto thee. Therefore all they that devour thee shall be devoured. And all thy enemies 
every one of them shall go into captivity, and they that spoil thee shall be a spoil, and all that pray unto me, all that pray unto thee will I give for a prey. Put 17 up here, at least about seven of you, for I will restore health unto thee. And I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, who no man seeketh after. 18. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tent, and have mercy on his dwelling places. And the city shall be builded upon her own heap, and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be a few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Their children also shall be as four times, and their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all that oppress them, and their nobles shall be of themselves, and their governor shall proceed from the midst of them, and I will cause them to draw near, and he shall approach unto me, for who is this? that engaged his heart to approach unto me, saith the Lord, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. Behold, the whirlwind of the Lord goeth forth with fury, a continuing whirlwind. It shall fall with pain upon the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord shall not return, until he have done it, and until he have performed the intent of his heart. <clears throat> In the latter days, you shall consider it. Verse 24. I want you to write, until he have performed the intent of his heart. Until he has performed the intent of his heart. If you listen to the thing, the podcast I did on Sheila Zelensky, I told you the force behind witchcraft is intent. And God was speaking to me and he gave me a word one word all night long it kept resonating. I didn't know if it was a Hebrew word or English word or, or the name of a person. But I, I tried to search it out. I haven't finished yet. But this is my point. This morning um <clears throat> Let me see. I know, I believe she's on here. This morning, I want us 
to stand in the gap and repent for grace and sin of ingratitude, for grace and sin because I believe that Grace's problem is that she did not receive one-on-one ministry and deliverance. She never got rid of the spirits that caused her to attempt to take her life in the first place. And the brother in in um, Pennsylvania, I just that's the one, that family, I just told them, and they just sent me six pages of witchcraft involvement in their family line and in their life. Melinda, can you, do you put just yes or no, do you feel up to coming on the blog talk and giving your testimony prior to me praying for these people? I, I need to prove a point through your testimony. If you don't feel up to it, then just tell me not yet. That would be Melinda. If you don't feel up to it, just say not not yet, sister. Not yet. And I and I'm gonna but I need a Melinda Del Rosario, that's what I'm talking to. I need a fresh testimony. You see, I don't think anybody led grace to salvation, to a salvation prayer. I don't know. Well, you, you might know, but there was no faith ministered. There was no demons cast out. So they were still there. They were still there. And no matter how much we pray, until grace, grace's will is restored, the brother in Pennsylvania, witchcraft was definitely working against his will. So we can pray till Jesus comes. We can pray till Jesus comes, but there has to be a restoration of grace's will to live and not die. Somehow, her will has been corrupted. Okay, thank you, Melinda. I'm going to go over to the blog. As soon as I see you, I'm going to click you on. Brothers and sisters, this is what I said about the lady who got the deliverance and didn't get it didn't get complete. She felt so good, she thought it was finished. And and the person who put who probably I don't know, it, it doesn't matter. But what matters is that that will your will. You see Satan has said that he'll take you captive according to his will. Somebody find that scripture, please. I'm I'm working on two things. He takes you captive according to his will. 
And then once he does that and, and, and he begins to tear down your will, that's why the Bible says God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's why periodically you'll hear me pray, Lord, tear down my will, let your will be my will, and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because the will plays a big part, big, 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 big part in your relationship with God. Here in Jeremiah, it says that there are intents of God's heart. And he also says here, in the latter days you shall consider it. For these are the latter days. They latter from, <laughs> you know, all them years ago when that was written. But you see, God, when you when you tap into the resurrection power of God, He begins to get rid of everything that's standing. I mentioned that yesterday, standing between you and Him. Everything that is attempting to um, cause <clears throat> cause your will to be different from His will. Because God's will is his purpose. God's purpose is his will for our lives. Period. End story. It ain't complicated. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. Period. Thou shalt love thy brother as thyself. Period. That's the will of God. Satan's will is no, you won't love God. <laughs> No, you won't love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your will, with all your strength, with all your might. No, you will never do that. That's his, that's his will. His will is you will serve me. You will bow down to me. I will become your Lord, and you will go to hell for it. Because I, I have given you temporal understanding. And you will never understand. This is, this is Satan's will. You'll never understand eternity you'll never understand eternal life because you ain't going to be able to enjoy it anyway because you're following a temporary, temporal uh, rules of this earth and you're earthbound, so you're never going to be heavenly bound no matter what you think. Because when you become born again and that transformation takes place, you understand that you're, you're a new creature in Christ. So I'm, I'm over here looking for um, Melinda, which I don't see her yet. I don't see those last four. Last four. But but this is my this is my point. As I was um, thinking about this and praying, kind of like just praying the will of the Lord. Um, I said, okay, God, how, how do I? What do I do? How do I? How do I pray about this situation? And so then, um, 
I hear about, you know, I'm, 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 I hear about these two people. And the Lord said, one was so religious. And, and this is what people do. And it's really ridiculous. They'll, they'll, they'll call me up when they die in. When the situation is so bad that like they feel like they done went to everybody else and nothing happened. But, you know, so well as a last resort, she sound halfway okay and let's see what she has to say. So then they come over here, they get delivered and they get healed. And they go right back to the bondage they came out of. I ain't never been able to understand that. Don't you have enough common sense to know? To stay where you're being blessed, to get it, to 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 at least stay attached to it. But you know what? They go right on back out there, and then they call me up again because they 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 taking advice from somebody else that don't fight the devil daily. So what's the what's the last four? But what's the area code? What's the area code? So then they they get back out there and you see they think they got a little bit of knowledge. They think they can stand up and fight the devil. Do I think I can fight him? Uh-huh, I do. Do I think I can win? I do. Why? Because I've done it before. Why? Because I'm annoyed to do that. This is what I do. Uh, I don't be trying to prophesy. I don't try to step into other folks' anointing. I do what I do. And all ministry is not the same because all anointings are not the same. I respect everybody's anointing if it's if they're anointed, if it's of God. Long as they ain't operating under no fallen angel or no devils and demons, I respect it. But, and and the other thing is, like, I don't get into other folks' business. And I don't try to persuade anybody to do anything. You know what I learned? I learned this a long time ago. If you get close enough to God, you ain't got to worry about a thing. He got your front. He got your back. He got everything that concerns you. Everything. Mm-hmm. I got it. Thank you. Melinda. Good morning. Good, good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning, Tedline. Melinda, can you hear- I, we, we can hear you fine. Yeah. I need you to tell this headline about your first healing and about your second healing. Okay. Yes, yes. Dr. Erica, uh, thank you, Jesus. Um, about October of 2019, I was healed the first time um, from severe back pain. Spine pain, cervical spine pain. 
Uh, pain was radiating from my neck straight down my spine to the sacrum area. Mm. Um, also, I had what you call sciatica, pain in my right leg, um, severe pain, severe pain, and also numbness in the left leg. Um, I, I, um, I got deliverance. And that same morning, I could only walk, really. My, my ambulation was very limited. After I got to my deliverance, I got up, put on a jog suit, and I walked like three miles. I, I couldn't believe I was walking that so many miles. And then in the evening, I walked again, but one mile. That was my first deliverance. Um, about three weeks, three weeks, about four weeks ago, I had surgery. I, um, I, oh, God. Oh, God. Take the time. Slow down. Take the time. I, I had a mental surgery. Um be explicit in terms of the surgery because I know females on the line can understand my situation. I, I'm in menopause, really, and um, after a lady's in menopause, she starts bleeding vaginally. That is a sign of cancer. I, I, um, I prayed. I asked God to help me, really. And um, I went to the hospital. I went to my doctor. She did a pap smear. Was negative. Praise God. After seven days of waiting, was negative. But she said to me, um, she need. I needed um, a sonogram, intravaginal sonogram, that revealed um, hyperplasia in my um, in my um, in my uterus, and also a large on my right ovary and that um, she wanted to send me to, she's not going to send me to a regular GYN doctor she sent me to an oncologist doctor and I'm like Jesus have mercy, why, why an oncologist doctor if um, the pap smear were negative there were no sign of cancer she said well I don't like the size of that cyst on your right ovary nevertheless um if that GYN, regular GYN, after you send you to oncologist, I'm going to cut out the middle person and send you straight to cancer doctor. When I went in that institute, oh, my God, it's a cancer institute. I started to pray, Jesus, have his mercy on me at fate. And I spoke to, I, I, text, uh, I, I sent an email to Jessica, and she sent it to Dr. Uh, Shepherd. Thank you, Lord. I went through the surgery to remove the cysts and everything else, <laughs> and um, it came out. Um, and um, the doctor said to me during surgery, I'm going to pop the lymph nodes to see if there is any cancer in the lymph nodes. To God be the glory, there were no evidence of cancer. Praise God. What? The only thing that he said that um, 
in um in the uterus um there is there is okay there is cancer but there's no evidence that I, it's first stage i don't need chemotherapy i don't need radiation i just have to see him every 3 months for the first 2 years and then um every um every 5 months for the next 3 years if everything goes well and he wants to do genetic testing. But I have faith in God. I have just that, that faith. And, and your prayers and your deliverance made it, it could have gone the opposite way. It could have gone um, that it would have been third stage, three stage, four, and I could have been now needed chemotherapy. But God had favor on me, and I thank you, Dr. Erica, for your deliverance. Now, after surgery, last week, I think it was last week, um, you asked who have abdominal pain. Um, on the of the side that they removed my ovary, I had severe pain there, and um, my right leg was swollen. And I'm like, why have I been edema in my entire right leg? I don't understand this. But nevertheless, I I wrote on the speaker that I am having abdominal pain on the right side, the side where I have two incisions and 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 um and um, swelling of my no, I only wrote about the abdominal pain. And then in your deliverance, you said, I think that um you picked up um swollen. Swollen, and let me tell you, I was delivered again for the second time. My abdomen was so distended, it all went down. The pain on my right side is long, and my right leg, the swelling on my entire right leg, has subsided. To God be the glory. Keep going. Keep going. I, I missed you. Can you call in? Can you call in on the blog talk, Miranda? Call in on Miranda. the blog talk right now. Again? Okay. Three four five two seven six. Wait, 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 one minute. It's three one nine. Five two seven six zero six six zero six eight. Three one five two seven six zero six eight. I mean six zero. I think I gave her Shannon's number. Six zero six eight three one nine five two seven six zero six eight. Okay. Dial in right now. Okay, go on, Melinda. Go. Your testimony. Your testimony is working. Go ahead, Melinda. Did I lose you? Uh, no, I didn't mean her. Melinda, dial back. I had somebody calling on the phone at the same time. I didn't mean for her to hang up. I got a, um, I think, I think she hung up. What's happening, 
is the brother that I was going to have y'all pray for from Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh. Hello? Look, call, call, what's, your, what's the last phone on your number? Okay, call in now so I know I can recognize you. 8833. Okay. This is um, the wife of the brother, 8833, in Pennsylvania. God has already, God moved. Um, uh, Melinda, are you still here? Women. Her phone will work now because I just took, I had her on hold. While I'm waiting for her to call back, uh, M- Miranda, can you hear me? Yeah, Miranda, I can, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you on the blog talk. Could you give us the report about Frank? Okay. Um, his blood pressure is increasing. It's going up to ninety. It's not 85 over 63 anymore. Um, okay. He, they gave him surgery last night um, to put a stent in for his ureter. Um, he has sepsis, a blood infection. Um, his speech was gargled. Um, this morning, they said his eyes are open. His eyes were closed before. Um, he's not shaking anymore. He's not sweating anymore. They have him on insulin, and he's in stable condition. Yay! Yay! Thank Praise you. the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to still pray for him. We're going to still Thank pray you. for him. I'm glad God answered the prayers last night when you and I yeah. prayed. And you got him over there to that hospital, and he's alive because sepsis is very dangerous. They told you that, right? Yes. His, his, he was beginning to shut down. He was beginning to die. Yes. And time, your family, the second time, your family has overcome death. It's overcome yes. death. Twice. No, three times. No, four times. Your daughter, your yes. husband, your son was called back from the dead, and now your husband was yeah. called back from the dead. Y'all better serve God with everything you got. Yes, I agree. And can you tell the chat line how you didn't know you got involved with that witchcraft junk? Because I thought it was fun. I thought it was something fun to do. Um, I was young, and uh, I didn't have Christ in my life all the way I was in and out. And I thought it was fun, and we would go out and hang out and have fun, and I was just drawn into it slowly. It it was so subtle that you don't realize how deep you're getting ready to go into it. Mm-hmm. But but I had to write that stuff down. How many pages did you come up with? I wrote ten pages in a matter of ten. Like I thought it was minutes. ten. No, it was ten. It was 10 pages, and the Holy Spirit was giving me each incident, each detail to write it because I couldn't remember a lot. 
Well, well, we renounce all that witchcraft, and you know, we thank God for Jesus. And you, you know, you have to confess you'll never go back that way again. For you to call her back. I am on the line with her. I'm on the line with her, but she had like this other person call on her private line and intercede. So Jessica, okay. call and tell me, don't hang up. Don't okay. hang up. That's right. Thanks. You're on the air. Melinda, you're on the air. I, I am the. Uh, I'm here, Doctor Erica. I'm back. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Hold on, I got. I got you and another lady. I got you and Miranda on at the same time. Um, your testimony, Miranda. Did you hear her testimony? No, I, I didn't hear her testimony. Are you at the hospital? I, I'm actually at work. But oh, um, I'm sorry. this is important. This is real important because, um, Dr. Shepard, I want to say, and I'm not going to cry, if, if I would not have called you, he would have just laid here and died. If, if I wouldn't have just called you or you wouldn't have called me and said, take him immediately, we wouldn't have him today. And if it wasn't for you being so obedient, and listening to the word of God and listening to him, he would not be here. And I'm realizing that you realize God is God, but when you're in that situation and reality hits you, it's God. It is God. And I'm so grateful. I'm grateful. It's all God. It's all about God. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Defeating the devil. All about not allowing the devil to have any authority and not allowing the devil. He'll come in. God said he'll come in. But we don't have to let him reign. We don't have to let him rule. We don't have to let him continue to steal from us. We don't. God get. You see, healing is not the issue. The issue is God will bring you into divine health. Where you don't need no doctors, where you don't need uh, you don't need no doctors because you're not sick. Your body is whole and healed and delivered. It's called salvation, but it only comes from Jesus. It only comes through Jesus, and and also it comes through obedience. I could tell yeah. you tell say, but you didn't have to believe me. You did not have to yeah. believe me. So it wasn't me you were believing. It was Christ in me. Christ, the hope of glory. Christ, the Savior of the world. Christ, a living Jesus. Not dead. I'm a He's not dead. He's not dead. He's a risen Savior. He's alive. He brings us life. He gives us health. He gives us strength. And he gives us peace. He gives us peace. Yes. And it's the devil that causes all this drama and all this confusion and all this, whoo, it's just horrible. But when we get into angel God, when we can flow with God, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Hi, Melinda. I'm dear Dr. Herrika, yes. Uh-huh. When yes. we can flow with God and trust him. Mm-hmm. Who did you have to trust, Melinda? Oh, God, God, 
Jesus, 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 please, Jesus. To God be the glory. It could have gone the opposite way, but because he had mercy on me, really. He had mercy, and I had faith that things was going to go right. And I I still believe that he's going to continue um, healing me and blessing me. In my mm-hmm. heart, the doctor said that I need genetic testing. There's grade one, you see, um, that's the final report. And I don't want to accept that. I do believe that my God, who I serve in spirit and in truth, is going to clear up everything. Whatever it is he's seeing there, I have some doubt. I'm going to be very honest with you. I have some doubt, really. I, I think he was a good doctor, good physician, very caring. But there is some doubt in my mind, and I'm praying and asking God for complete healing. But um, mm-hmm. I must say, oh, oh, um, oh, let's go to another doctor. Jessica okay. can tell you about that. When she got her healing, and then the doctor didn't believe it, and he went and punched holes in her stomach. Wait a minute. He went and punched holes. Jessica, I open your mic. Praise the Lord. Tell them what the doctors did to you after God had healed you. Yes, they had told me that I needed to um, supposedly clean up my ovary that God restored. And when I went in for supposed to be a 45-minute procedure, I woke up nine hours later with a blood transfusion, finding out that I had died and they resuscitated me. And they took my ovary out along with they poked six holes in my stomach and they took out partial of um, of each organ. And according to them, they did that to see if the, the cancer that was already gone had touched those organs. And uh, I woke up just very weak, couldn't even move. And I knew yeah. definitely that they had tricked me. The devil had tricked me. Through the doctors. See, the doctors don't believe in miracles. Amen. The doctors, that is- the doctors went back, and this that's a that's a what's the name of that hospital? MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. Known all over the world. Yes. Top cancer hospitals in the world. You hear yes. me? Wow. And the doctor that did this procedure had wrote the book on ovarian cancer. He was second in charge up there. So he was a well-known doctor. He is a well-known doctor. We got his picture. If you go to, um, that's the the website I took down, and God put it back up. I I took it down. I took it down. And I go back, and it's back up. And I'm thinking, oh, daddy, what did you do? Okay? Because that's all my website hosted with GoDaddy. And, and the guy said, oh, he said, you, you didn't take this down. I said, what? I know I'm not crazy. I know I took it down. But God put it back up. You, if you go on that website, you can see the doctor. Jessica took a picture with the doctor who wrote the book on ovarian mm-hmm. cancer. And he put poked mm-hmm. all them holes in her stomach trying to find a cancer because he didn't believe what the evidence was showing him. The science told him he couldn't believe it. And then he had to declare. What did he have to declare in the end, Jessica? 
I was cancer-free. I had no cancer. They found no cancer whatsoever. And prior to that, what? how much cancer did you have? And tell them about the life flight. I was already, like you were saying, Melinda, stage three going into four, where they actually told me to go and get my house in order to draw up a will and say goodbye to my friends and family because it was a second time for me. And they said that they have never seen anyone survive, that they already had given me the death sentence. They said, no, you know, there, there's no hope. And I was deteriorating at a, at a fast rate. Like I was already like internally bleeding. It was starting to cause nosebleeds, um, dizziness. I could only walk like three feet without help. I was um, lethargic. I mean, I was already losing my mental capacity. Like, I couldn't finish full sentences. Um, it was terrible. Like, I was dying internally and outwardly, you can tell. So, um, and, and Miranda, yeah, my, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jessica. Go ahead. I was going to say the, the cancer cell was my cancer in my blood, Melinda. I heard you mention that, too. Mine was at 165, and they told me it was rising. And um, right now, at below, like I have nothing, no more. The C125, the CA125, mm-hmm. it's at um, 9%. So it went from 165 to like 9%. Oh so God. there's no more cancer. Yes, ma'am. No cancer. In, in no. Office, Go ahead. Go ahead. In his office, he took a. Um, uh, um, uh, um, a biopsy, and the biopsy came back. The result, he stated, it was cancer-free. And then, um, in the same um, report, it stated that there wasn't enough tissue to make a, a final decision. So he's going to scope me, do another biopsy um, during surgery. But then he said, I don't need. Incision. All I need is the same thing that um, Erica got. Um, I got four holes in my. It was um, through laparoscopic, really. So yeah. if if I'm cancer free, um, right. then according to him, why my final diagnosis now is stage one or grade one, which I don't understand. I'm waiting to see him. I wasn't able to go to my post-op visit, but he gave me the report on the phone after two weeks. Why all of us, he said um, the lymph nodes are free, everything. Why now is grade one? I have some doubt there, but I'm going to follow your advice, Dr. Erica. I'm going to go to another doctor, and that I have to visit him for five years. No treatment, but just come every three months for the first two years and genetic testing and they're going to test my children and my daughters which I don't have any Mm. children (laughs) Melinda ask them to test your CA125 and that will tell you um, it'll tell you that there's actually hey 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 hey, Jessica you can't give no medical advice oh sorry Melinda (laughs) I, I have a lot of questions for him um, when I returned um, for my post-op visit, because I wasn't able to go for two weeks because I couldn't get anyone to take me because I'm not driving. And the reason uh-huh. I'm not driving 
because of my right leg. But I praise God, one day I'm going to get into the car and drive to Miami, drive to Georgia by the grace of God, because I was like a cab driver. My family said I wasn't a cab driver. I'm a nurse. How how comes you so afraid? But God don't give us a spirit of fear. My thing is that I had sciatica pain, and when that pain, if anyone knows about sciatica pain, when it takes you, it's severe, and it was in the right leg that I need to to press the pedal. But nevertheless, um, he could have given me a worse report, and I think he didn't give me a worse report because I'm a, no, I'm a nurse. So where did this grade one come in all of a sudden, really? I'm going to follow your instructions. Melinda, Melinda. Yes. You need to believe God for healing. Period. Amen. I do. Great. That's why I said I doubt it. You you need to get rid and see you're a nurse, so uh, all this is in you. I I didn't know you were a nurse, okay? But um, Mm -hmm. praise God, there's a lot of nurses on here. There's a lot of nurses on this care line. But my point is this: you got to be, you got to get. You got to get in one accord with Jesus. You gonna have to accept the fact that He doesn't do, He doesn't have to do things incrementally. But if that's where you at and believe in Him, then that's what you're gonna get: incremental healings, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All right. But when you get serious, see, Jessica was dying and she knew she was dying. She had given all her stuff away, gone to the funeral home, made arrangements. But when you get to the point where you want to be whole and heal completely, then that's what you're going to get. Now, Amen. Uh, uh, Miranda, Amen. Frank was yes. dying last night. Yes. If you had not gotten him to that hospital, your husband would be dead this morning. Yes. And this is the truth. And he's in the hospital right now. Um, he's in living. right now. Yes. Living. living. Okay. This is my point, brothers and sisters. Wherever your faith is at, that's where God's going to meet you. Wherever your own personal faith is at, that's where God's going to meet you. Amen. You don't want to be living off nobody else's prayers. You want to be living because the faith you have is the faith of God. And God is Amen. able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. You can ask yeah. for a thing. If you, can, if you can't ask to be totally healed, if you can't think to be totally healed, if you can't believe him to be totally healed, guess what? You won't be totally healed. Amen. And one thing but, I can say about Frank, Dr. He Erica, does uh, believe. Yes. And he does yes. want to yes. live. And that's he why does. I refuse to let the devil steal another life around me. Mm-hmm. I refuse to allow it to happen. Because of some kind of witchcraft involvement or, or somebody don't like you and they're going to do things because your life to be cut short. If you ever hear old testimony, she went to a church who told her, don't have nothing to do with Erica Shepherd on the radio. Them radio people can't help you. Them podcasters don't know what they're talking about. And then they all laid hands on her and she started dying. Again, after she had been healed. It ain't a radio person. They right. I can't do nothing. But I know a man named Jesus. Amen. He ain't never, he ain't never let a patient down. Never, 
earth never. Yesterday, Amen. today, and forever, he's a healer. Amen. You got to get your will in alignment with his will, and you got to get yeah. your faith in alignment with his faith, and Jesus going to meet you wherever you are in your own faith. Go ahead, Sister Melinda. Dr. Erica, um, I remember saying I had doubts. My goal, because I feel I'm completely healed. I feel I'm completely healed. Where he came up with his grade ones, it don't make any sense. And my goal was to go back and do my post-op visit and get all the report and don't return. Because I don't think I need to be going back to him for five years, two years, every three months, and whatever. I my what I said in my mind. I'm going to the post office visit, and he will not see me again because I'm completely healed. I refuse mm-hmm. to accept what he's saying that grade one because my God heals me completely. Mm-hmm. After surgery, the following day, he came and he saw me and he said everything looks good, everything is great. Um, there's no cancer, everything is fine. So where that grade one came up all of a sudden. So my, as I I feel God have had, have healed me completely, and I thank you, Doctor Erica, because I don't know where would I be today. Oh, another doctor. Me and Jessica okay. had it out about this stuff. <laughs> Did we yeah. I, what was I saying to you? Yes. You remember? Yes, you were saying not not to go. I think. On that last, yeah. when they wanted to do well, that experience. I know that we had a really bad argument. <laughs> you were really upset with me, really upset. I do remember that. Because really I knew upset. that was an experiment on you to try to find out where the cancer went. Yes. Wow. And I said, no, no, they, they, they promised. They promised they weren't going to do it. It's going to be 45 minutes. And you said, no, you were adamant. And I said, no, no, the doctors, you know, you can trust them. And you said, no, you can't. And I said, oh, they promise, they promise. It's going to be 45 minutes, and they're only going to do this. And you said, no. And um, I had to, yes, ma'am, I remember calling you back, just weeping, and I couldn't even talk. And you said, what happened? And I said, they tried to kill me. Yes, ma'am, you were right. But you see, brothers and sisters, I was glad in the end that she went because it proved God Amen. right. Amen. And God doesn't make mistakes. And God can make you, what did he say in his word? Sign that scripture, somebody. Every whit whole. That's salvation. Amen. Salvation. The, the objective is for you to be in good health. And so Amen. once I heals you from everything that's, you know, in there, bringing you in out of ease, he heals you so he can put you in ease, praise God, and praise build God. your trust, increase your Amen. faith in him. Yes. You must have faith in him. Mark yes. eleven twenty two. Mm-hmm. Mark yes. eleven twenty two. Have faith in God. That means have that God kind of faith. Hallelujah. That unmovable, unshakable, yes. always yes. abounding, growing faith, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. And I'm glad you came on the tagline this morning. I'm glad. Now, we just to pray for grace, that, that grace will get saved, that grace, parents, will 
will will will will talk to her and increase her faith and let somebody mm-hmm. cast them evil spirits out of her because if she does not become healed on the inside, the healing will never stick in the physical body. Mm-hmm. Amen. So Father God, we lift grace up to you this morning. We thank you that you are already uh, healing Frank yeah. in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> and now, God, we even thank you that you had me put Melinda on here. Now, I'm yes, asking you, Father God, I'm lifting up these physical bodies to you this morning. Yes, Your word yes. says, you yes. are the Lord that healeth thee. You say, I yes. am the Lord that healeth thee. You told yes. Moses, Moses said, who do I tell him sent me? And you said, tell him, I am. That's right, God. You are the great I am. Whatever they need, you are. And Father God, I'm asking you this morning, in the name of Jesus, to go into those physical bodies, to go into that blood, transfuse that blood with the blood of Jesus. I bind and rebuke the spirit of confusion, Lord God. I bind and rebuke being double-minded. I bind and rebuke doubt and unbelief this morning because the Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and all his doings, and he receives nothing from you, God. Oh, God, we don't want to be too souls. We don't want to be too minded. Oh, God, let us have the mind of Christ, which says, Jesus said, I do what I see my Father do. Jesus said, I am in my Father. My Father is in me, and me and my Father are in you. Lord Jesus, go into your people with your healing. Yes, Lord. 
I break the power of confusion. So, I cover my conversation by my doctor. Go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, go. Get out. In the name of Jesus. I have the spirit of cancer this morning. Yes, Lord. Go. Get out. In the name of Jesus. Go. Get out. The blood cancer prevails. Find you up, Go. Lord God, you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Heal this money. Heal Melinda. Heal Miranda. Increase her faith. Yes, God. I break the power of those burden bearing demons. Jesus said, cast your burden upon him. For his yoke is easy. Lord of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That your people that will allow themselves to rest. Thank you, Jesus. The hand of the healer. Thank you, Jesus.
Prosperity Shepherd, coming to you from under open heaven in Dalton, Georgia. Jesus Believers Church, home of the Ted Line. See you later.